Blog Talk Radio. today's show today is the second of june believe it we are walking into june protesting into june epidemicing into june pandemicing into june we're coming in time goes on so how do we balance ourselves and all this crazy going on around us and i have to say i've been talking about Christ a lot, and I think that's the only thing I've got for anybody because it's better than anything I I know. And today I got a tip. I got a hot tip from Christ. Um, and the minute he said it, I knew. I knew it was exactly what I needed to hear, what I wanted to hear. It calmed my brain immediately because the one thing that we are seeing is that the balance or the imbalance in our world is all bubbling up. It can't survive anymore not being balanced. Just like us, we don't survive well when we are not balanced. So if our world is imbalanced, it's not going to survive well. And obviously, we oozed out of the cracks. So Christ, you know, talk about a sense of humor. Starts with things like, okay, we're all back at that fork in the road and we're going to repave it with love. Well, at first, when he said that, It was to teach us how to do that, each of us, individually. Because if that wasn't in the air, and if that wasn't available to us, we would not understand how to do it in the world. We cannot give what we don't have. All the stuff I've been saying for 18 years, or he's been saying, and teaching us, all of us, myself included, is here. It's here. No soul more important than another. It's all we're hearing right now. It's it's all we're hearing right now. And now we've got to learn to balance ourselves so that we can face this. Our world is overstimulating. Our world is out of balance. We all knew it. But we just didn't know what to do about it. But God did. So we put the brakes on the world. 
with a virus, literally put the brakes on the world. And it was all about not getting sick and dying, but really it was about us stopping the treadmill. And it stopped, pretty much screeching halt. And then the black and white of us came out, not colors of skin, but how we feel, how we deal with life. And some things that people say just shock beyond belief. And other times, what people say, we want to jump into their world with them and we want them to lead us because the things they are saying are things a leader would say. We're not repelled. We're not going, oh, my God, I can't believe that's what they came up with or whatever it is we start. We know when we hear truth. We know when we hear something that works, that can work, that we can respond to. But how do we manage ourselves in this time? Well, there were some, and this was something written in 2016. And it, I wanted to go back further than now because I didn't want someone to put in what the issue was. Because right now the issue is media, it's political, it's, you know, a, a civil issue. It's it's just all these things at one time. We are just bombarded now. It's like, okay, look at how resilient we are instead of I can't take one more thing. It's a different mindset. But I like to look up what other people say because then I take it and I push it up against what Christ says. And then maybe you guys can tell me how that difference makes you feel. And if the same thing happens to you, that happens to me when I hear truth. Because there is definitely a settling that just comes in. Holds my heart in a way that that thought never leaves. It's like the truth of the truth of the truth. Because there's that, there's that learning in depth. We always learn more. Like love. We know what love is. But then when you meet somebody you want to live with, you can spend your time with, you start looking at love a little deeper. And then you have your first argument or your first disagreement. And now you're looking at love even deeper. And it keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. It's the same thing with truth. It's the same thing with our innocence, recapturing it. We spend our lives chasing our innocence, trying to feel like a kid again. But when there is troubled times, how do we find our balance? So this is pre-pandemic, pre-racial issues, pre-riots, pre-looting. How do we find the balance in our lives? So what was said, and there were five things, one of them was to cultivate mindfulness and presence. That we need to find a way to ground ourselves and accept whatever emotions we might be having at any given moment. 
instead of feeling bad and going, why do I feel that way? And then trying not to feel that way because we don't think it's a good feeling to have. Walk it through and say, hey, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. I don't like this. And as much as I don't like it, I don't like how I'm feeling because my feelings are in response to it. And I'd rather that our world wasn't facing this. I'd rather that this wasn't happening. But the truth is, it is. And now I know. I don't like it. That's all you need to say. You don't need to solve the world or solve the day. Solve the feeling. Let it feel itself. When we have feelings. The second thing I found, which Liam put in the chat, is to limit your media exposure. We all know why, but it's so seductive when there's a problem. If there's an earthquake, if there's a riot, if there's looting. But the best example I could give you of limiting media exposure is two days ago, a town right near our house, I mean, I'm talking less than five minutes or five miles away, There was huge looting going on. I mean, it was ridiculous. We were watching the news. We were frightened. We were seeing places we go to getting looted, them trying to burn a place, and we're going, oh, my God, what place is that? And it was behind a tree, and we couldn't figure it out from the top down, and we're watching. I was devastated. I was crying. I was just so sad that there was that much pain in our world, that people covered themselves with hoodies and face masks and they looked like rats looking for food. Because at the end of the day, that's what they were doing. You steal stuff to get stuff. They caught a kid and the kid said, this is all about money. We don't have money. This is one way to get it. We are survivors, and it is about food. I hate to say it like that. But when we leave souls behind, there's a price tag that comes with that. And if we think that that doesn't happen, then we're being naive. So limit your media exposure comes in when My son goes for a ride every day. So yesterday, he goes for a ride through Santa Monica, and he comes home, and he says, I'm so glad I drove through there. Mom, it's not as bad as they showed it. Yes, it's not good, but I felt so much better to see it with my own eyes. It's it's just in one area. This is what happened. This is what I saw. And it's not as bad as it looked on television. So he just immediately balanced himself by going to see for himself what happened. So limiting our media exposure as seductive as it is in these times does give us balance. 
The other one, number three, connect with others. We're doing that every day. And the week that I wasn't here, that I, I needed to just, you know, Christ is like blaring, and I'm trying to keep up in, in, in the midst of everything else that's going on in my life that I need to attend to. I missed everybody. I missed talking every morning. Even though I knew I needed to just be quiet, I missed it. Because the connection with you, with us, as, as just this group of people who wake up and we hear this in the morning. And if you're far away, you hear it in the afternoon. But we hear it. Connection is part of our balance. But wait until I share with you what Christ says. And you may not think it's such a big deal initially, but as you think it through, you'll see. It's amazing. So then number four, they say, and again, don't forget, this is four years ago, prior to these issues. Take in the good. That saying, even a broken clock is right twice a day, say that to yourself in the middle of a crazy thought like the whole world's going to end and reel yourself in. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Why is this happening? And even if it gets worse, I will be able to handle myself. I'm not scared of it getting worse. I'm not scared of more things happening. I will find a way to survive. I will find a way to do my best. There's two goods from the broken clock that's right twice a day. Because you will find a way. I don't care who you are and how pessimistic you are or how optimistic you are. You're going to find a way to survive if you need to. I remember in the darkest days I had so far in my life, I used to think to myself, God, it's so much easier to die than to live sometimes. But I let myself feel what I was feeling. I didn't like it. It didn't mean I was going to do anything about it, but I had to acknowledge the fact that I even felt that way because it was harder to live than to die at that time. But just saying it gave me permission to feel it. We cannot be scared of the feelings we have. We cannot say, oh, that's going to make me then do this. All you need to do is acknowledge that feeling, and you will find that that level of respect you give yourself rewards you back in balance. And the last one they said was to make time for self-care. Christ is all about self, 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 self-love, self-rejuvenation, self-care. Why do you think that that's the case? Because all of us start with us. I can't mean anything to you if I don't mean anything to me. 
So if I start to know who I am and say, hey, you know what? I like vanilla ice cream over chocolate if I had the choice, but I'd really like both because the two together are out of this world. Not so much for the strawberry. How did I know that about myself? Because when I was little, and I know this sounds so weird, but and I don't know if they still sell ice cream like this, but they used to sell ice cream in half a gallon, gallon square, um, like cardboard-covered ice cream. Not cardboard, but paper. And you would open the top, and they'd have one line of strawberry, in the middle would be chocolate, and on the other side would be vanilla. Well, every time my mom would bring one home, the vanilla side went first, then the chocolate side. And a lot of times the strawberry stayed there and ended up getting thrown away over time because nobody in the family would eat it. So that's something I knew about myself. It wasn't like, oh, what's my favorite ice cream? The, <laughs> the way I ate it told me. Well, the same is true for our behavior. What do you do every day? Oh, well, that must be something you love to do. What do you make time for every day? Do you make time to talk to your friends? Do you naturally, not like, oh, I have to get to and I have to do. What do you naturally make time for? Do you naturally like to go for a walk? Do you naturally like to exercise? Do you like to eat lunch at 12 every day? Is that your biggest meal of the day? Where is your life today, right now? Because that's who you are today, right now. So it's just so interesting, right, that our answers are all already here. You already know so much about you. So I said to Christ because, you know, I look things up. I want to see what the world is saying about stuff. I know that we're getting burnt out on being on high alert. I get it. We all are going through, in one way or another, in one form or another, some pretty crazy time and times. So I said to God, to Christ, I was like, okay, talk to me about balance. Because we talk every day. I hear a lot, and if I don't sit and write it, it's, it's just a fleeting thought. So I wait, if I can, hold on that long until right before the show. So Christ said this. He said, think in balance, in process, and you will have balance. And I'm like, think in process. He said, yes. Not in doneness, because, you know, he always puts ness at the back of everything, but not in doneness. If you keep thinking of you have to finish this, you have to finish that, you're going to get anxiety because nothing is ever done. That's why we have anxiety. We walk around in fear of our future because we want everything to be good before we can go on. 
or grow on. But he said, think in process. Those three words affected me so deeply because the minute I heard them, I knew that that's what we needed. Instead of thinking the world is going to end and look what's happening and look what's happening in America and look what's happening in Germany and look what's happening in New York and look and you can go on and on and on and then you know here we have a pandemic and now we have a um an, a riot issue and a racial issue that is has always been here it's just bubbled up to the top and and now last night I hear that there's like hurricanes forming and I can't remember which part of the world but close by and I'm like wow we've got the natural disasters we've got the man-made disasters and we've got the out-of-control disaster what else can happen and what else can happen is that I can think in process that this is going somewhere this is leading us somewhere And whatever happens, it will always lead us to the greater good. And it changed my entire perspective this morning on everything. I got this energy back that had to stagnate to be able to absorb all this crazy right now. And it just reeled me in. Think in process. This is taking us somewhere better. It may not look like it, but what's happening is the truth is surfacing to the top. We're talking about the truth. We did. We're back at that fork in the road, and we are going to repave it with love. And I don't care what any political leader from any country is saying. Nobody can put a lid reaching out to other people. What they say rings hollow because the things they want are only hollow for the most part. And the people really running their states and the people really running their jurisdictions are the ones standing out now because we need something to go on. But we are back at that fork in the road. And the process to repave it with love is what's happening. So instead of looking at this, hence the media, not that the media is good or bad, they have a job to do, and the only way they can keep us watching is to scare the heck out of us. And some of the stuff that they're reporting is true and real, and it does scare the heck out of us. So we can't stop watching. It's like this vicious cycle. If they just reported everything that was good, nobody would watch Because we're not used to that. We're not stimulated by that. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe we won't need so many news channels. Maybe we won't need so much when we're doing better. When things are going well, we don't need to report very much, do we? We don't. But if we think in process, not in doneness, and when he says those words with that N-E-S-S at the end, my spell check always blows up and is like, what? This isn't a word. Like, apparently it is. 
but think in process. We are in the process of changing life as we know it. What we did know has finished, and it's not coming back. Cannot take a kindergartner and put them in fifth grade. They have to go through each year. But in the same breath, you can't take a fifth grader and put them back in kindergarten because they know too much. And that's where we are right now. We can't go back to kindergarten right now. We may want to. It's a very safe cubbyhole just because it's what we're used to. But we've grown out of it. We have grown out of it. If you think in process and you start a project, the anxiety goes away that you have to finish it today. You'll finish it when you need to finish it. And when we have deadlines, we say, okay, I have 30 days to do this. If I put in a half an hour a day, I'll finish it. The reason process is so important, and this is what I love the most about it, is that it gives you a chance to step back from what you're doing, take a look at how you can do it better or different. It gives you a chance to marinate with the project, with your thoughts, with yourself. You get to sleep on it and wake up, and you are able to give it the energy and the time your life needs it to give when you think in process. We have been taught to race to the finish line. Over and over again, we have been taught to race. Keep going. Don't look back. Run, run, run. And we're like, where are we running to? I don't know, but run. And now we're going, what were we running to? Because whatever we were running to is gone right now. Are they trying to get us back to where I have to run like that again? I'm not so sure I want to do that because now we graduated. We went through fifth grade. It was always like kindergarten and fifth grade, my little example. But now we're in sixth grade. Fifth grade is gone. And we have something more to learn. And I remember even a year ago thinking to myself, wow, God, is this it? I mean, we're just rinse and repeat. Our stock market, our shopping, our doing, what what are we doing? We're working to get money to do things that we aren't really feeling completely right now. If this is it, then wow. Who knew? Who knew? I always say God knew, but God knows. We aren't here to know everything. We are here to learn everything. All the stuff Christ's been saying is literally come to life with a new energy. I see Liam wrote in the chat, I saw a great saying on a local fitness class page, even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat running towards what really is true. I remember that, but I was taught that in a business class. What do you have? Actually, it was a different question. 
what do you have at the end of a rat race? And it was a rat. And then I thought, I don't want to be a rat. No offense to rats, but I don't want to be one. Not funny. So think and process today. See what happens. Let me know. I'm so curious because it just calmed my entire, these three words, my heart into a place that made me see everything differently. The part not in doneness and then he put anxiety behind it. I, I get that part. You can't think in both at the same time, and that gives us that crazy feeling of being overwhelmed or overstimulated. So think and process today. I have this life to live, and this is where I'm at right now. What can I do today? Break it down. Allow yourself space. You guys, I love you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow. It's Relationship Wednesday tomorrow. We'll see what we come up with then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.